0: Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing gratitude and the four agreements. Hello, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving week. Here in the States, this is our week for Thanksgiving. Always brings me to gratitude. And one of the things I'm grateful for in my life is the learning of the four agreements. This is always a good one, y'all, to review, to internalize. The four agreements come from a beautiful book of the same name, written by Don Miguel Ruiz. The four agreements. I'm going to summarize them and discuss them with you. These are agreements that help us ground in life. It helps us find what's really important and let go of all the rest that distracts us. Here's the first one. Be impeccable with your word. Think about the simplicity in that. Be impeccable with your word. This agreement says, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Imagine if everyone did this. Imagine if this was taught in schools. I remember in my kindergarten class, we had the golden rule. Treat others as you would like to be treated. We can overcomplicate so much as human beings, especially in how overcomplicated and frazzled we can be dealing with the modern details of life. This simplicity will ground us, will simplify, will cut out the chaos. Imagine if you said only what you really, truly meant to yourself. I know we have a lot of new listeners. Welcome, welcome. I hope you're having a beautiful Thanksgiving week. To listeners who have been with me for a long time, Y'all have heard me talk about how destructive our critical voice can be. Our critical voice is most certainly not being impeccable with our word. That critical voice shows up with the sneaky bastard of perfectionism, expecting us to be perfect with our word. People pleasers and recovering codependents will go out of their way to be nice or to be kind to others, while that inner critic, that inner bully, wreaks havoc, so nasty, so critical, so cruel, and so false. What happens to your life if you internalize this agreement to be impeccable with your word and not just outwardly, inwardly? How would it feel if everyone you interacted with was impeccable with their word with you? Isn't that what we want in the world? We leave victim mentality and we stand in the strength of our own two feet, our own empowerment, when we embrace the changes that we want in the world. You get to be impeccable with your word and may that be so contagious in your world and mine. Okay, here's another one. Don't take anything personally. Now, this is a biggie for highly sensitive people. And this is a big deal in the lives of people who grew up with a lot of childhood dysfunction, a lot of chaos, a lot of instability. I know in my own childhood, I had to realize at a point from this very teaching, from the Four Agreements, that I had been taught to take everything personally by adults that had a lot of immaturity and only knew how to take things personally This was almost the creed in my family. I can remember times where my mother would rage, rage, throwing things, the energy of punching walls because the weather wasn't what she had wanted that day, as if the weather of the planet was out to get her personally This is a way that we energy vampire ourselves when we take things personally. It takes a lot of energy to feel so constantly hurt. What might happen in your life if you practice this, if you allowed yourself permission to just begin to consider this as a possibility in your life, to learn what it is to not take anything personally? Because the truth is, as this agreement shares with us, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Y'all, I am a deep introvert. As much as I love people, I love all of you. I love my clients. I love my chosen family. I also make a lot of jokes that I could be on an island for a very long time, a private island, and it would be a long time. Because I very much enjoy my inner world as a deep, deep introvert. I like my own company. I have a lot of hobbies that are singular hobbies. It's rare that I get bored or truly lonely. Imagine what would happen if I took things personally, having this public voice talking about the vulnerable things I talk about, putting myself out there. I don't think I'd be able to get on the mic. I don't think I'd be able to compose myself or gather my thoughts to give anything of value in an episode if I took personally the comments that we get online. We get so many beautiful, thankful, growing comments where people tell me how they're using this work that I'm offering, how they're growing, how they're evolving, how they're shedding what no longer serves them. And then we get the nastiness that the Internet encourages, because it's so faceless, things that no one would ever dare say to me, live and in person. Or if they did, would be indicative of someone very much out of control, so hurt, so wounded, spewing nastiness. That's not a commentary on me. I have helped my life by helping my inner child understand that when someone comes at me with an energy that is attacking or nasty or low vibe or vicious or cruel, that's because they're hurting. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. All right, y'all. So, so far, we've gone over two of the four. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. These are two very important, nuanced, yet simple skills that you can grow into. Just these two change the quality of a life. You will even gain energy. You might even feel like there's extra time in your day when you no longer waste your energy by being accidentally impeccable with your word or taking things personally that you don't have to. At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On A Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts With a mindful moment. The third agreement that I am sharing with you from the book, The Four Agreements, is don't make assumptions. Now, the last live stream was about expectations. And this is what inspired me to revisit the Four Agreements. Because our expectations are a sneaky trap, y'all. We expect what we expect, and then when we don't get it, We have hurt feelings, we have frustrations, we have disappointments, we have aggravation, we have anger. We make a lot of assumptions that create expectations and then create a lot of hurt, a lot of energy suckage. Don't make assumptions, y'all. We can find the courage to ask questions and to express what we really want. What a beautiful Reframe instead of assuming when someone doesn't return your text that they're ignoring you or playing a game with you. What if you just express that? Hey, I haven't heard back from you. Anything you want to tell me? Anything weird? Feeling a little anxious today. Are my story makers cooking up stories? Are we good? Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want or what's really, truly going on. You can hear how this agreement, don't make assumptions, really unites with our earlier agreement to be impeccable with our word. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. Y'all, I am anti-drama in my own life and as a principle of, of human mental health. How can we be grounded if we're inviting unnecessary drama? Life throws enough drama our way. We don't want to invite more, allow more, and practice the very things that bring more drama, like making assumptions. The Four Agreements says, with just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. That's a big statement. Don't believe me just because I'm saying it or just because Don Miguel Ruiz wrote this in The Four Agreements. Look back at your own life. How many arguments have you had where your worst self, not your best self, came out because you assumed someone very much understood you when they didn't? How many fights, arguments, hurt feelings, tears have you cried Because you assumed somebody was going to do something for you totally outside of their character. Or you assumed that somebody had a lot more bandwidth or a lot more emotional intelligence or a lot more conscientiousness. And then they showed up as they showed up. Not meeting a one of your expectations. Maybe it's similar for you as it is for me. When I first learned these agreements, I felt stumped. I felt like, and thought, well, this feels weird. These seem so simple. Why didn't anybody tell me these agreements earlier in my life? The mistakes I wouldn't have made if I had had these four agreements. How much more grounded instead of reactive. When we do the work, cause it is uncomfortable work to change our thinking, to change our relationship with our own reactions, Our lives, the people we interact with, sometimes their best selves showing up, sometimes their worst. Same with us. This life is tricky and it takes an art. For those of us who are determined to get through it with more peace, more self-worth, more laughter, more ease, more joy, more fulfillment. This work is so worth it. Look back at your own life. Another thing nobody ever told me, but I believe I've figured out, is that every day really is an experiment, whether we know that or not. Knowing it just makes it a little more fun, maybe, a little more digestible. Because if I'm experimenting, I'm not letting that sneaky bastard of perfectionism tell me I should know already what's wrong with me when I get it wrong. I get to experiment. Look back on your life and see the experiments where you have made choices and had wins and had missteps and mistakes in there, too. These four agreements will ground you and guide. Here's the last one. Always do your best. And I know some of you hear that and go, "Uh uh-oh, Nikki, you've been talking about the perfectionism If I always have to do my best, that's me trying to be perfect, right? Yes. So here is the kicker. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. Our best changes day to day, y'all. I haven't taught in a few years now. I've been finding myself missing it, remembering, reminiscing about my teaching days as a yogi. I first learned this through my physical body, not through my mind. By having a consistent yoga practice, It's taught me, it's forced me to learn, not from my thinking mind, from this vessel, from this body. And I could feel all of my inner parts fight reality in my body as my yoga practice unfolded, developed, evolved. Because some days I have all the stretch in the world. This body feels bendy and stretchy, open, available, willing, energized. And other days, very much feeling outside of my control. I'm tight. I don't have a lot of flex. I don't feel very bendy. I feel a little rigid, a little creaky. My energy is low. I need ease, no pushing it, an easy light practice. And my expectations and my assumptions that my body will bend and stretch and flex more than it did yesterday because, damn it, I am going to just progress in this flexibility. It's quite ridiculous, quite a pressure. And the only way I learned not to put that kind of pressure on myself was having to feel what it was doing to me to put that pressure on myself. My yoga practice taught me how to accept where my body was day in and day out instead of having my mind create an expectation assuming what my body would be able to do based on yesterday. There's presence for you, meeting ourselves in this moment. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best. When we internalize this agreement, we will no longer self-judge self-abuse, and regret. Always do your best, and your best is changing day-to-day, moment-to-moment. What happens to your life if you allow yourself to play around with this agreement, to give a possibility of internalization, that I can always do my best and my best will change day-to-day, moment-to-moment? Of course, my best will be different when I'm healthy as opposed to sick. Of course, my best will be different when I hit a home run and I'm flying high versus having a day where I've tripped and fallen and tripped and fallen and failed and fallen and failed again. The Four Agreements, y'all, by Don Miguel Ruiz. I'm grateful for the peace these teachings have brought into my life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope there is something for you to take, to tuck, not just into your mind, but into your heart, into your being, some little nugget that helps you in this American holiday week we're having of Thanksgiving, find the gratitude and love, patience, compassion, consideration, because you are a human being that is learning how to deprogram what hasn't served you in this life. And doing the brave work, the vulnerable brave work of learning new things, of letting go, of being different. And when we do that, hard human truth is that a lot of people will judge us, they'll tease us because we're holding up a very powerful mirror that says, Hey, I'm evolving in this life. What are you doing? Some people will see that mirrored reflection. And go, oh, wow, I can evolve too? And walk the path. And some Maltese trying to get us to give it up. and Go hang out with them. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. I'm grateful for you. I hope you are grateful for you. You are invited to come hang out with me. Second Wednesday of December. For the next live stream, exclusive Q&A on Patreon. The next topic is enoughness. We can slay that inner critic and grow into our worth, y'all. If you would like to join me to dive deeper into the good enough principle, come submit a question, participate, and come experience what our Patreon community does for each other. They ask the deepest, most vulnerable most poignant questions that help me share my hard-earned wisdom for my education as a therapist, my experience as an almost 20-year therapist, and a life coach. We can heal anything, y'all. Come sign up at patreon.com slash emotional badass. We are proud to be a part of Airwave Media. Go check them out. To expand your podcasting world with more amazing shows. I'm an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets mindful. Happy Thanksgiving all of you all over the world. Light and love. I'll see you right here next time for a brand new episode. Bye-bye.
1: on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long.